0: MaxCast. I'm Sean. And I'm Max. We're coming to you from the most secure, post-apocalyptic, zombie-proof bunker located miles below ground in an ultra-secret Midwestern Topeka, Kansas type place. And yet we still have access to cable television and the internet. We're here to inform, edify, regurgitate, and uncomplicate the various modes of popular culture that we enjoy, from Game of Thrones, Doctor Who, and Torchwood,
1: to Justified,
0: Stephen King, video games, and music. So sit backs, relax, sit backs, relax, enjoy. And don't forget to rate us highly on iTunes so that we can keep it coming.
1: We rent the bunker month to month, and we don't want to be evicted to the wastelands.
0: Oh, no. Max, how's it going?
1: Man, I'm doing all right. How are you doing today?
0: I'm doing fantastic, and I'm glad to be back in, in Smacks Casting. Now, right now we just have the first one or two posted out on our blog. But we're going to get this all done up and out on iTunes, which is why we mentioned iTunes, of course, uh, once we get some web hosting taken care of. So if anyone has any good ideas for web hosting, email smackscast at gmail.com. That would help us enormously. Yes,
1: and I would also be interested in web hosting. Web hosting or
0: web hosting. I I said that. as a separate (laughs) thing entirely, but, I mean, it just sounds cool. Since we're just starting and we have not yet planted our our stars in the sidewalk behind Grauman's Chinese Theater, we are not, you know, cash heavy, so not to speak. All. Yeah, no. So we're trying to get it done as ridiculously cheaply as possible, so we can reach you guys every week. And then, you know, once we gain that fame and fortune, we'll be able to, you know, shit, web hosting, shmeb hosting, hundred dollars a month. What's that? Nothing. Pocket change. No, nothing. And pocket lint, sir. <laughs> All right, man. We're, we're gonna we're gonna start having some regular features on Smackscast. Um, think we'll start out with how about new releases in DVD and Blu-ray, <clears throat> and all the information uh, that we're gonna mention here is courtesy of thedigitalbits.com. Uh, effective 10-9 of 12 a couple of days ago, because right now we're on October the 12th. Um, Prometheus released, and that was directed by Ridley Scott, with a cast of Michael Fassbender, Numi Repace, Rap- is it Repace or Rap-
1: I'd say one pace,
0: but yeah, pace. Honestly, <laughs> Sean Harris, who is a freaky good actor, that but dude is intense, just, man. And yes, that's a word. Um, Guy Pearce, Idris Elba, one of my favorites, and Charlize Theron, one of everybody's favorites, yeah. one of everybody that's a man, so to speak. Have you seen this yet, Max? Uh, part of it. <laughs> when, when you weren't, weren't that interested? No, or? It's, uh, I started it
1: late and ended up dozing off, not uh, in any way due to the quality of the film. It, it looks awesome. It's uh, I mean, it's really Scott who did the first Alien, you know, and this is the Alien sort of loose prequel, not
0: official. You know, it's not a prequel. It's its own thing. But, I mean, it's it's a prequel. Come on. Uh, right, because isn't it, you know, the the... The pilot that they find in the first alien, space
1: jockey man, and that's the thing you get to see the space jockey in motion. And I totally dozed off before that part. So you saw, like, you saw at the at the very top of the flick. Did you watch it? No, I haven't Uh, seen it yet. At the very top of the flick, there's this big, like, you know, pale, bald, uh, diaper wearing dude, uh, muscle bound. uh, They call him the engineer, uh, or he's part of a race called the engineers. And so the thing is, like, I. I don't know how much of this I can speak to, but uh, the cast yeah, is no awesome.
0: Spoiler. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's not really a spoiler there, because I only watched oh, the first you. five minutes. But, yeah, there you go. Uh, but I mean, it, the
0: setup of it anyway, which is pretty much all I saw, is, is fantastic so far. Sounds good. I, I've heard what bad things from some critics, but only good things from people who watch the film. So I tend to go with the popular vote, you know, over the critical. Absolutely, yeah. word of mouth to me is much better than a critic. I love NPR as much as the next guy, but you know, uh, well, we're not going to talk about cultural elitism, right? And and critiquing of films, books, music, and television. <laughs>
1: uh, man, it's it, it, visually it is it is a stunning film. It at least it, from what I've seen, it's it's fucking fantastic. Yeah, it? And it is uh, and it started as. Uh, It started as a a a more direct prequel to Alien. I think it had a lot more content that tied directly into Alien. And uh, Damon Lindelof from Lost, oh yeah, um, one of the writers or producer, you know, uh, show scripters, is uh, at least one of the guys working on this project. And it's sort of taken away because Ridley Scott had a vision for this, and it was supposed to be, like I say, a lot more a direct intro to alien uh and so that stuff's now going to stretch out over two or maybe even three films because everything has to be like a duology or a trilogy <laughs> a, essentially yeah. multiple films um with the big cast you know i mean anymore that's the format uh um, and so i think that's if, if there's any drawback to it or people that you know were, were unsatisfied with the lack of alien related content i guess the alien shows up at the very end spoiler again uh it, that's that's where it, you know. That's the reasoning for it. You'll so see it. It's people have to consider
0: view. it as a trilogy, yeah. or, or at know. least
1: a more a multiple installment story. Get some background noise. There.
0: Yeah, it's that's the bunker noise, dude. Yeah, man, bunker noise. These bombs um, exploding above. Yeah, another movie that came out this week on Tuesday, the 9th, that I purchased. haven't watched yet because I've been waiting for it eagerly I wanted to get to the theater and see it but I just didn't because I'm poor and um, it's called The Raven and directed it was directed by James McTeague and starring uh, starred John Cusack, Alice Eve, Luke Evans who is a fantastic British actor he's in a little movie called Tamara Drew which some of our cast listeners may not have ever seen that but I'm surrounded by women in my home place. You so you know, watched Tomorrow, Drew. Well, I was or whatever. I was before the apocalypse, but they're gone now. Yeah, hey, amen. But yeah, so, you know we all we've all suffered. They some don't. Losses. Yeah, so, uh, they they. Uh, so I had to watch some chick flicks, but I did kind of enjoy Tomorrow, Drew, um, mainly because uh, the actress that played Io and um, the actress who played Io and. Oh my God! Clash of the Titans, the remake. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, she played Tamara Drew, and she wears some what quote unquote Daisy Dukes. Right on. Okay. Looks fantastic. But um, yeah, it it was an absolutely a good movie. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about the Raven. And Luke Evans has been in some other things. He's he was on that uh, a British release that kind of hit it decent in the states with uh, jason statham in it um where he played a cop who was trying to hunt oh shit yeah oh, i'm trying what to remember the called? name of the uh, title but i know the guy that plays little finger played the the uh he played the um little finger from game of thrones yeah little was in there he uh, played uh, the villain Aiden gillen or whatever yeah also in kept Knight, uh, yeah surprises. now this is not a spoiler but see have you seen that movie then that i'm talking about with uh, Statham. No, man,
1: it actually sounded like one of the better Statham flicks, which is not, I mean, I don't have anything really against Statham, but it seems like formulaic
0: action. That one wasn't particularly engrossing. Well, at one point, they're they're shaking this dude down because they know he's the killer. They just can't convict him. And in his apartment, he has this big, like, ball pickle jar. Well, something you keep pickled eggs in. Right, okay. He's got fucking, it's full of piss and there's a big-ass turd floating in it. And Statham looks at it, looks at Aiden Gillen, And he's like, Michael Jackson's. I paid a lot for that. Something to that effect. (laughs) Oh, man. Luke uh, Luke Evans, by the
1: way, apparently barred the Bowman in uh, The Hobbit. So we'll be seeing that dude. Oh, awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I forgot he was in that. I don't think I ever knew to begin with. Does it show the. uh, We're looking on IMDb now, folks. Yeah, Blitz. 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 Yeah, Greg Stokes. That was a great, great movie. Yeah. But he's in that. And um, also. The infamous, famous Brendan Gleason, whom I have never seen in a bad movie. No, Brendan Gleason's a solid dude. Uh, right. Menela- Menelaus from um, uh, Troy. Right, he was what, a uh, badass in that. He in, in Bruges with uh, yes. Colin Farrell. Yeah, yes, yeah. in
1: Bruges. Was he was hilarious before. in that. <laughs> that was a good and movie. And he's in a movie with uh, Don
0: Cheadle, man. Some, somewhat similar, yeah, uh, at least own uh, to. Cheadle plays an FBI agent and he plays an Irish cop. Yeah. It's. Uh, I cannot think of the name of the damn film. At yeah, added, added a complete... Good movie, though. Uh, good movie. Shit,
1: yeah, I totally uh, but, intended to watch that film.
0: Yeah, if you get a chance, that is a good film as well. So, um, have you seen The Raven or heard anything about it?
1: Uh, no, man, honestly, I really haven't had a lot of feedback about that particular film. Like, it's it's something I sort of thought looked cool. I mean, John Cusack, solid. Uh, Edgar Allan Poe has story material. Awesome. Um, but as for how the film plays out it's I'm, I'm at a loss until
0: I, until I hear anything further. yeah uh, I, solid, solid cast. yeah I mean I'm kind of a um I'm kind of Ed and Poe fan myself. yeah so even though it's fiction I I was kind of waiting with bated breath to see that film so I might go pop that mug in tonight. If my new newborn granddaughter allows me to do anything, so. Right. Um, next week, Tuesday the 16th, Moonrise Kingdom is coming out. And I'm looking forward to that because it, I didn't get to Liberty Hall to see that in Lawrence. That's a little theater in Lawrence, and it's gone now. Right. post apocalypse you can't get in there. You get your ass chewed off. You it's like, yeah, from, it's
1: outside the DMZ. Yeah. Or, you know.
0: But you know, it's it. I know you folks think it's funny that we still have access to DVDs, um, you know, post-apocalypse, but. I just drive very quickly. We kind of kind of do a whiplash move. Max throws the passenger door open, rolls out, runs to the store, grabs the
1: DVD, and we're back to the bunker. Yes, sir. Knife between back. my teeth, man. We're like in a fucking back. dune buggy Hacking, and shit. Walking dead shit. Hacking heads off all the way. Just randomly like, master blaster. You know, it's crazy blaster. shit being shouted at us. <laughs> you know, it's, it's awesome, man.
0: And folks, you might think that we're swimming while we're uh, casting, but actually those are just bunker noises. We have air handlers down here, purifiers. We have everything. We've got a little uh, periscope slash telescope to watch for the walking slash running dead because those fuckers are fast. Yes, sir. An right. apiary. A- An apiary. Even the yeah. You know, yeah. You catch more zombies with yeah. honey and stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, or you cut them open and smear their guts all over your body.
1: Yeah, that's uh, you don't that's catch that, them that way. But if you,
0: if you just want to get out for a stroll, yeah, with the family, of course you got to smear the kid with guts too. But it's it's a mess. But anyway, Moonrise Kingdom director Wes Anderson cast of Bruce Willis, Edward Norton, Bill Murray, Francis McDormand, Tilda Swinton. Haven't really heard of Kara Hayward, but what about a lineup? with those previous actors in it. I mean, oh, come on. Oh, completely, man. And I'm sure Jason Schwartzman's in there. Uh, yeah, he, he is. Be, right? Yeah, I forgot uh, to okay. list him. As I was going to say,
1: Schwartzman, uh, never in an Anderson Stupid, anymore stupid, stupid. stupid. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it looks... Uh, I'm not always an enormous Wes Anderson fan. Like sometimes it's Wes Anderson doing Wes Anderson. Did he do Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou? He did. Yeah. Uh, But I mean, he uses such awesome people, man. I love Francis McDormand. I love you know Bill Murray. Like this this flick looks well and Fantastic Mr. Fox, which was that last. He did that animated feature. Yeah. It's like stop animation. Yeah. It's it's fucking beautiful, man. Yeah. Uh, That was a really great flick. And so I think uh, just just handling that film gave him a better idea of, of or gave him a better handle on scope you know before he tells these smaller stories because he is sort of an indie director uh, so even if the story is kind of wild it's usually a contained where I think this is going to be a little bit more sprawling just because it, when you when you build an entire world like you do with stop animation you have a handle on the world that you built so I think he now sees film like that even with like live actors and I think that's that's gonna benefit future Wes Anderson flicks yeah Uh, it it looks awesome soundtrack's gonna be
0: great you know I have a professor at Washburn University who uh, had told me before the apocalypse that that was a good flick yeah he was kind of a his last kind words, of a, like dying words, I think, right? Huh? Dying word. Uh, yeah, but he if was you're doing a little. thing Sean. He was a little bit of an intellectual prick, you know, intellectual snob. So. Heard the word douchebag. I think bandied about uh, once or twice. Douchebag, but he had taste in film. I'll tell you that. Um. Anyway, oh my God, we just played that for you folks to let you know that uh, both Apple and Windows are still alive and well in I'm the so bunker. Cool. In the bunker. In, in the bunker only. Um, 10:23 of 12. A big day in my life because this is a film I actually saw in the theater, and I'm waiting. And if I don't have any money, I will be shoplifting this motherfucker. Although, I'll be I guess, I guess, yeah, everything's <laughs> considered a shoplift now. But it's yeah. Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, directed by Timur Bekmambetov, one of my favorites. Um, Night Watch, Wanted, you no, know, fantastic. Uh, to... Little show called Black Lightning. I think he was a producer, not a director. Right. But that was a great show, all in subtitles, but fantastic. Tim Burton. He did Day Watch right? too, didn't he? Yeah,
1: he did Day Watch, uh, and it's. I never watched Day Watch, man. Night Watch was was captivating. I, it was it was interesting. It was unlike anything you'd seen. It was all Russian and stuff. Oh yeah. It was, it was real. Uh... Their
0: the humor is fantastic. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and all based on novels by this dude, Sergey Lucanio, and all yeah. stuff I was like, you know, ready to read, never read.
0: You know. I have them, I yeah. just haven't read right. them. But, yeah, uh, Daywatch, I, I have seen both, and Daywatch, good. I'm not going to say it's bad, but it doesn't, move with the same flow that Nightwatch does and it's, to me, it wasn't as interesting but that doesn't mean it wouldn't be to any of our listeners, so. Right, but you like,
1: uh, been, is it oh Bekmemetov? Beck, hey, Beck Mimitov never, never afraid to like flip a truck or just do some crazy uh, shit, you know, like, uh, that's a dude that.
0: Also, bend, dude bends bullets, man, yeah. what do you want? I mean uh, I was, I was a
1: little I'm a little butt sore on that, wanted though I, Yeah. I mean, he did he did an alright job, he did, I don't
0: know man it, The plot it, was a little thin
1: It's based on a comic book That I really enjoyed it, There were a lot of Departures from the book I, You know I, I Are was, you a
0: purist Max? Yeah,
1: I hate being that guy That's like Oh they really, didn't do anything About the comic But there was a fucking Loom of fate dude That did not exist at all mm-hmm. I mean, It was uh,
0: the Yeah and that loom of fate Played a big part in that film Yeah
1: that was rough. I mean, it, okay, here's what I didn't mind. And they were rather large departures. Like, in Wanted the Comic Book, all by Mark Miller, who's done you know a number of other things, uh, Kick Ass, foremost among oh, them. yeah. Because that's also movie property, Kick Ass 2 coming up uh, with Jim Carrey and shit. Which is yeah, be I know,
0: weird. I know. That'll be different. He looks he looks. But Aaron Johnson,
1: yeah, Aaron Johnson, going
0: something. back to, to Kick Ass 2 after making a huge film uh, with Oliver Stone.
1: Oh yeah, he's in Netflix. Him and what Blake Lively? Yeah, Blake
0: Lively and uh, I can see the other guy, but I can't think of his name. But and, and I style. saw the film at the theater at the theaters, and I can't think of the damn title. But Savages, was, right? Savages. Yeah. Yes, that is that awesome's that awesome's movie.
1: That movie is awesome. Oh, dude, Oliver Stone awesomes everything he touches. Well, yeah. man, let's not get carried away. Not he everything. Right. But, you know, Oliver Stone has awesomed a number of things in the past. He
0: is—he puts but, his awesome on yeah, just, yeah. just about everything. But um, Anyway, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, cast of Benjamin Walker, Dominic Cooper, who's a nice. stud. Another uh, Tamara Drew alumni, Dominic Cooper. Anthony Mackey, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, ha 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 Hottie. Other yeah. Oh, I'm in love with her. She's, Maybe I'm just in love nice. with Ramona. I yeah. don't know. Um, Rufus Sewell and Martin Sulkus. There you go. That must I be see. how you pronounce well, it. Well done. Have you seen A B V H?
1: No, 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 no. no. Awesome. Uh, I see it all based on a novelization by Seth Graham Smith who did like Pride, Prejudice and Zombies. And it's right. also involved in the scripting of a new Beetlejuice flick. The Beetlejuice oh. Two, seriously, which is some real shit. Uh Michael Keaton said to return, if they if everything fits together, like Tim Burton isn't ready to write another one, but he's gonna direct it. So Seth Graham Smith is supposed to like or Seth Graham Graham. Uh, It's supposed to come up A Beetlejuice 2 and if they like it well enough
0: He's got his his pies and lots of fingers
1: Right A Beetlejuice 2 without without Michael Keaton fucking fail
0: with Michael Keaton Yeah but dude I was watching something I can't remember what film I was watching the other day and uh, now we're watching the opening credits and Seth Graham strip Seth Graham Smith wrote the script, and I'm like, that dude is everywhere. God dang it, I can't remember. But he's, you know, like I said, he's a very busy man. So, Um, But yeah, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, I would have to say is one of the best films I've seen in quite a while. And my son and I both saw it and enjoyed it. And actually, that's another one that the critics really didn't find all that enticing. Okay. But... um. I thought that Benjamin Walker did a fantastic job, and I believe I haven't seen him in much else. Do you? No, man, I'm really not.
1: I was gonna say. Uh, I mean, I know Dominic Cooper didn't play it. It had to be. Uh, what you're saying though is like essentially fuck, fuck DDL. Man, Daniel day Lewis got nothing on on Benjamin Walker because he's in that forthcoming like Spielberg. Uh, I know. Or whatever. Uh, you That's in a
0: little awesome, bit of a different but vein, but yeah, I don't think he kills any. any no, anymore. but um, I just looked up what I was trying to remember the film I was watching the other day that Graham Smith wrote the script for Dark oh, yeah. Shadows
1: did he really? Okay, the new so Dark Tim Shadows Burnt, so yeah. him and Tim Burton are obviously working together because he's supposed to do yeah, Beetlejuice also I uh, must
0: have liked him did you watch Dark Shadows? dude looks like a little yuppie I'm so jealous yeah man yeah I Master fell asleep mash up literature yeah I fell asleep watching it um, I'm gonna give it another look. See though, because I did enjoy the first part that I saw.
1: I heard it was cool, man, and I guess like the where it where it failed was in the marketing. Like they they tried to show it as a they tried to sell it as a comedy. Like all the the trailer I saw was like Tim Burton look funny shit happening. Yeah, you know, and that I guess it was more in keeping with the original. The original, oh, and shows, it, was. it was soapy. And the
0: parts and... that I saw, yeah, were yeah, very yeah. serious and but...
1: some humor, but
0: <laughs> yep, it was good. Give it a watch if you get a chance. I'm definitely going to. Um, I have it at home, actually. <clears throat> if I make it back, we get it out from the bunker. You know it's all about entertainment, isn't it? It's I think it is, survival man. It's, and it's, entertainment after a hard day of fighting zombies, just staying alive. There's nothing I like better than crack a pap's blue ribbon that's it, man, and uh, watch a good movie i just i slit twelve throats today
1: to watch the new episode of Castle, <laughs> so you know it's, <laughs> most of them were zombies, but
0: I wondered why you had all that gore all over your shirt when we opened up the bunker the Z, the bunker vault door, oh shit. you know you heard those tumblers rumbling. I opened the yeah. door, and you're just fucking head to toe, guts and blood. oh, that's just my day to day get up man but uh <laughs> you know it's probably a little extra stinky for for having had
1: uh, butchered you know a number of it had to be done souls. it had
0: to be done i and you don't even talk to him, pray over these bitches either and you know what I killed one with a rake the other day nice a rake there you go it wasn't one of them hard rakes either it was one of those spiny little yeah it wasn't hard but like a little kid's plastic rake and shit yeah several of the tines bent completely backwards as I was attempting to shove it oh that's good because if you get crept up on the other side you just whap it the other way I know. know it was like it was like grasshopper or I, IP man with the rake. Oh, nice, yeah, dude. Yep, uh, man,
1: or whatever. Yeah, at which point him. you, you yep, trained a young uh, Mister Lee in the arts of uh, arts of martial and uh, uh, martial uh, you know, raking. Yeah, man. Oh shit, that'd be an awesome <laughs> band name slash film. Raking, martial, martial raking, We are martial. Uh, God, shit.
0: I got a new name uh, for the podcast. Yeah, martial Rakeage Hey, everybody, welcome to Martial Rakeage, I'm you know, Max. We have rebranded, and I'm Sean. <laughs>
1: And this is martial It's where we just rake the fuck out of We rake
0: the fuck <laughs> 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 fucking rake. Um a rake at the gates of hell. I'm stuck um, in rake. Ready? We need a little Game of Thrones background. Yes, sir. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, okay, that's it. Um Amelia Clark. We've got some Game of Thrones news and Amelia Clark who plays Daenerys Targaryen. We'll be starring as Holly Golightly in a new Broadway adaptation of Breakfast at Tiffany's. The show will premiere in February of 2013 after Clark's responsibilities to Game of Thrones have wrapped for the highly anticipated, and I know I'm highly anticipating it, third season. Absolutely. And that was courtesy of www.inquisitor.com. What's the spelling on that look like? Inquisit... All right. R. Okay. Inquisitor R. Okay. <laughs> sure. And... Um, that's awesome for her because she's pretty young, isn't she? I mean, she's not like Daenerys Targaryen, young, 13 or anything, but right. she didn't. I don't think she did a lot of work before. No, Game of but Thrones. I mean, she handles the gravity of, of her situation well. Uh,
1: I just wonder if she. If shit blurs for her, you know what I mean. If she's just yeah. like, uh, what's the what's the show she's in again? She's in uh, Breakfast, breakfast at tiffany. At okay, tiffany So yeah. like, you know, she's just chilling there, and like, whoever's playing the George Papard character, she's just like, "You call me Khaleesi," you know, or something like that. <laughs> she's like, "I'm sorry, I, I <laughs> just call I, me." Yeah, I get, I, guess, I get wrapped
0: up. Yeah, because Holly Golightly mm-hmm. wasn't quite quite the forceful, um, right. independent woman that she's the Khaleesi yet. was. No dragons yet. That's all you know. Yeah, there mm-hmm. you go. She did a great job in season two. I mean, she, sometimes. I've got to say, sometimes the whole I'm the queen, get the fuck out of my way was a little bit overpowering. Right. Because, well, in the books, Khale- the Khaleesi was a very powerful, demanding woman. She wasn't quite the stomp-your-feet baby that the television show Khaleesi can be. True. Well, and she spent the whole last season with Sans Dragons, you
1: know, like just uh, looking for, uh, finding her lost power, essentially, because that was, aside from leading a, a ragtag... Uh, horde of of Dothraki or whatever. Like she's not, she really wasn't.
0: It's kind of ragtag you know? too, yeah. isn't it? A little patched together. Um, by the way, that movie Brendan Gleeson was in with uh, Don Cheadle, The Guard. Yeah. The Guard. The Guard. Yes, it was. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and that's a really good film too. Get a cat, catch that if you can, folks. Uh, and it's you know, it's great that she's going to get her shot on Broadway, not in an off-Broadway play or in summer theater or whatever, but. She, you know, big step for another Game of Thrones alumni that we all know and love. So, oh, absolutely, um, man.
1: You got some new cast info?
0: I've got a list of some of the new cast members for the third season, and this is courtesy TV by the numbers. Zap to it.com. We'll list uh, this stuff in the show notes, folks, as soon as we get those all put together. And so, we'll stop mentioning uh, website names and addresses during the, the cast. But first, big, uh, Big cast member is Lady Diana Rigg is going to play Lady Olenna Tyrell, A.K.A. the Queen of Thorns. She should knock that out of the park, dude. Emma the... Peel, man. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Emma Peel, uh, only a few decades later. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh... I pictured the Queen of Thorns as the quintessential senior citizen that's like still tough as nails.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it was her, Cloris Leachman. You know what I mean? And she's <laughs> busy, so. Uh, probably that. You know. Oh, that was wrong. But you know, she holds shit down like uh, that. She's the matron of the Tyrell family, and and really, uh, you know, appears as just an older, you know, kind of maybe harmless older lady until she starts talking. Uh, yeah, and you could tell, I me mean, she's she's been involved
0: in extremely Napoli. witty. Yeah, she knows what the is going on. I think she, not only the matriarch, but she basically runs that family. And it's potentially Sansa's savior at one point until yeah, shit happens. Yeah, and at that point she doesn't really have any opportunity to jump in and save her. Right. Um. Another one, Clive Russell, and we mentioned him in a couple of casts ago, but he's going to be playing Brendan the Blackfish Tully. And I really like the Blackfish in the books. So I'm curious to see how they play him or how big of a role he has on the third season of the show. It'd be nice to see him, man. I mean, that dude makes the Riverlands strong, you know,
1: because, I mean, uh, Caitlin Stark or Caitlin Tully's father is ailing and stuff. You know, the, the Blackfish is really the... Uh, her but, her brother, Edmure's is in there, too, you know. Right. He's, he's a little...
0: Edmure needs a little yeah, guidance. Bullheaded. So. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. The Blackfish season, you know, just... just he uh, runs off and does his own shit. Yeah. Yeah. You
1: know? a solid badass in the vein of like a ned stark basically like an honorable decent dude and right world full right of an
0: older an older fellow who's been through the wars who know you know because didn't he guard the he was a guard at one of the erie's gates before he left and uh, or he was a captain of the guard I think at so, the yeah. erie yeah that's the way they list him in the book oh carrie uh, ingram will be playing shireen baratheon the only child of stannis um, you know, apparently she has some facial deformities in the book. Right, she's got but, the
1: grayscale or whatever it is Yeah,
0: yeah, and the only child of Stannis, aside from the Phantom Smoke, that is, you know,
1: <laughs> right, the Stannis uh, Shadow that st- murdered Renly and stuff.
0: Oh, surprise! You have a half brother. He's a mass murderer. What are you? <laughs> Not also mass, in- but... also
1: intangible. So yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, there will be no hugs or kisses. Um, Carrie will be in the new production of Les Miserables as as the turning girl, quote unquote. Right on. Um, and then, why don't you mention the next
1: dude? Oh, well, man, it's not even on the list, but let me throw in uh, from from Rome and a number of other wicked-ass properties. Kerry and Hines, dude, recently cast as Mance Raider. The King Beyond You're the Wall. You're kidding. That's gonna be bad as shit. Here's what happened: is like I initially read a post on uh, like io9.com that was like Dominic Dominic West from The Wire passes on Raider and I was like, fuck. Man. Oh, he would have been a great Raider. right? That dude's awesome, man. I was heartbroken, and I think uh, I mean his comment was something to the effect of he would have loved to do it, but he's involved in other projects, you know. So it wasn't he, was, he? wasn't like you know screw Game of Thrones. He was just he had other shit going on. Um, but dude, to to bring in Caesar, you know, as Raider, that's that's fucking phenomenal.
0: Uh, He's played so many roles where he was, you know, the older wise. You know, for example, well, he played the priest in um, the Anthony Hopkins, The Right. Have you yeah, okay. did you get a chance okay. to see that? No, but I saw the casting. So I remember great movie. Back and being like, oh yeah, I was more interested for his being in it. I need to learn that too. But he, um, you know, he kind of played played a little bit of a father, well, quote unquote, father figure to the younger right. priest in the in the show, but. He he always knocks his roles out of the park, so um the next you know, no, the next one I put on the list was Thomas Brody Sangster. And he's gonna play Jojen Reed. Jojen and Mira Reed are two of my favorite characters from the the fourth book, basically, because they take care of Bran Bran when he's out there on on the run. They're helping but, him find his, his crow, his third eye, you know, yeah, yeah. helping
1: him discover the power that he will basically he keeping will him alive. For. Yeah. Absolutely, uh, and I mean they're they're the guide for his third eye. You know, I mean,
0: uh, yeah, Jojen is a little bit of a creepy kid dude, right? I mean, it's not creepy. I liked his character, but I'm saying he he's, a because, w-
1: he's wise beyond his years, and uh, you know, right? Yeah. He
0: has some type of second sight, or predict. You know, he predicts things. He's a, so. Yeah, a
1: Green Seer, right? Green Seer, yeah. Um, and then his sister is just a badass,
0: boy, a warrior. And, yeah,
1: yeah. So I mean, she's really the the bodyguard, the and, frog eaters. Yeah, and Jojen yeah. is the the spiritual guide. You yeah. Know, the,
0: He's a wise. I picture him a wise and little old dude. But. Yeah, like
1: a tiny shaman or whatever. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> like a little, a little bit of a taller Yoda. Put it that way. Yeah,
1: like. slightly, but you know, and and swampy as and well. My name
0: I mean, is <laughs> yes. There
1: you go. Uh, and he probably says something to the effect of like, do or or do not. There is no try. But like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm serious. I'm pretty sure that maybe not that exact line, but yeah, like that, I think you're right. Mouth. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, absolutely, and I mean they're they're from the swamplands, man. So uh, you know it's not Dago Bob, but it's it's damn close,
0: <laughs> right? Same same uh, general um, atmosphere, shall we say? Um, anyway, Thomas Brody Sangster, people are going to recognize him, especially if you're a Doctor Who fan, because he played Tim Latimer in two Doctor Who episodes, The Family of Blood, and Human Nature, and I believe those were you know two. Two storylines split into two episodes, or you yeah. know, one storyline split into split into two episodes. and awesome
1: two episodes, man. Right. Jessica Stevenson from Spaced, yeah, uh, and other things.
0: Yeah, and um, yeah, she plays the nurse. That's right, correct. And,
1: yeah, and he falls mm-hmm. in love with, and, and, uh, yeah. and you know, the the human doctor who's forgotten he's the doctor as he places right. his Time Lord essence in a in a and She was in like,
0: Shaun of the yeah. Dead too. Uh,
1: yeah, she was because yeah. that's uh, her and Simon Pegg did Space back in the day, and then she showed up sort of as
0: a a nod to the fans or whatever. And uh, Shaun of the Dead was awesome. Um, we may need to go up and take care of some. Uh, we I hear some. Uh, somebody's up at the bunker door. Zombies trip-trapping across my bridge. Absolutely, some uh, some
1: creeping, creaking, uh, uh, passing out the funk hey, of Max. 30, grab the
0: rake. Grab the rake. Rake, grab rake, <laughs> rake in hand. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I got it on lock. Well, uh, anyway, um, also he played uh, alongside Oscar Winner Colin Firth in The Last Legion, which. Wasn't a fantastic film, but still, Colin Firth. There were some other really good actors in that show. Ooh, a little zombie. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Teeny tiny feats. Um, but he also played in that movie. He played Romulus Augustus, the Roman emperor. So, have you have you seen Lastly? No, it's it's on cable quite a bit, but not an Oscar-nominated film. But still, it's halfway decent. Who else is on the list there, Max?
1: Uh, Do we already mention Ellie Kendrickton? We talked a little bit about Mira Reed, but that's yeah. the uh, actress cast to play her. I'm really not familiar, but uh, she was Tina in, in Education, which was supposed to be a fantastic flick. It is good. It um, oh, was good. when she was in uh, Being Human. Was she in the earlier? No. Okay. She I was in that,
0: this that most period. recent season, uh, season four. Okay. She played uh, a girlfriend to Michael Soch's character, Tom. Cool kind of a love interest, kind of a short live love, love interest. She did a great job. They really geeked her up. Yeah. She had on, you know, thick glasses, etc. But I I can't, I need to watch the episode again but I believe she might have uh, been a supernatural of some sort. Can you see her as a badass? Without M- the glasses, she looks completely different. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think she can play a
1: badass. Well, and she's going to be rangy and stuff like that. I mean, she's, she's no Brennatar. She's you know? really I mean, thin, like, yeah. right,
0: but... That's exactly... That fits, I pictured Mira then thin, too. Perfect. Thin and, and wiry and tough. Um, Richard Dormer... Who's got to be related to Natalie Dormer, right? Marjorie Terrell, the... You would think. And Boleyn from... You would Tudors think. think sh- okay. You would think. I Boleyn, mean... I don't... Yeah. I've, he's a younger dude. I mean, I've seen his picture online. Um, he, he's going to play Beric Dondarian, the leader of the Brotherhood Without Banners. The
1: Lightning Lord, man. That's going to be the shit.
0: I know. He... And you know, um, if for anybody that's read the books, they're they're gonna know and understand when we say that those later those you know later books, when you run into the band without banners or the brotherhood Brotherhood without banners, and their interaction with the Hound and such, I mean, there's a lot of supernatural type things that happen. Absolutely, yeah, that's,
1: yeah, that's where the that fringe element of of fantasy. Because I mean, the, the Game of Thrones in general is like a history of a land that never existed but i mean it it plays much more like a solid dramatic historical uh you know story as opposed to a fantasy story and then it just has like fantasy elements i mean of course there's some strong fantasy you got dragons you got you know people being resurrected like beric the lightning lord you know beric dies a number of times repeatedly you know and just keeps coming
0: back (laughs) <laughs> uh, and you got
1: dudes like Thoros Amir somebody's been cast as Thoros Amir too I yeah mean, the fire priest doing. or um, the, the red priest yeah man who who seems a lot more like the uh, a cooler representative of the roller or the lord of fire or whatever than uh, Melisandre or whatever. you know she's she's a lot uh, heavier and there's a lot more dark magic where Thoros Amir seems like a dude you can just get drunk with and like you know they throw a little little uh, red god stuff at you but yeah I don't know uh, so that's I mean that's gonna be interesting as well uh, just to see that whole whole dynamic I mean to see those because they're essentially a band of noble thieves and uh, well noble for the most part their their goals are noble
0: but uh... Asim Ahmad the, uh, is Thoros. the name that I'm coming up with for uh, to play Thoros Amir sweet I'm not picturing Asim Ahmad but
1: like I always figured him as like a, just a big ball dude or something you know I mean like yeah. kind of an awesome warrior, uh-huh. warrior monk type fellow
0: Here's Alfie Allen. another shot where uh, George R. R. Martin is at a public gathering instead of writing right. our books finishing right. you know he's, he's not our bitch man <laughs> the song
1: says it I we really can't you know
0: I know uh, we need to get some video posted on our blog or whatever so people can see that And video. The, And
1: quite the contrary. I mean, the the song states that, you know, George R. R. Martin is not your bitch. We are, in fact, uh, his bitches. Yeah. <laughs> our, I mean, we're hanging on his every word. So you definitely
0: know. are. I think he was in. Um... Yeah, I know I saw him in Fright Night. And he was also in. Apparently, Dark Knight Rises, too. What's uh... Play the clown, The Dark Knight. Oh, okay. Oh, that from. Uh
1: just Dark Knight then. Okay, yeah.
0: I guess he looks familiar. I never pictured Thoros of as almost an Indian type or an Asian character. Yeah. I I pictured him as a... I don't know. Not I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I don't know. Everybody pictures book characters in their own way, so... Right. This is no uh, Hunger Games
1: backlash by any means. Hopefully uh, he
0: does a good job because Thoros of has a significant part in the... In
1: the latter books, yeah, and he's a pretty interesting dude, man. I mean, it's gonna be—it's I mean, gonna be cool to watch that story unfold.
0: Flaming sword, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, that's badass. Yep. Oh wait, that Stannis got the flaming sword. He's got like a staff or some shit, I think.
0: Amazing. You no, know, I thought he—I thought he does. I thought when he went to. Um, like when he would joust at at the turnings or whatever. Oh shit,
1: you're right. Yeah, he would go yeah. into the melee
0: with a flaming sword. Okay, I'm just thinking a
1: Lightbringer, which is like yeah, yeah, it looks on fire, but his sword the, that's was the on flaming fire.
0: sword, right? Oops. Yeah, not a flaming sword. Anyway, but Richard Dormer played Corporal John O'Leary in the film My Boy Jack that starred Daniel Radcliffe, and I think I mentioned My Boy Jack to you at one point.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's good kind of film.
0: Your Kipling's Kid. Or yep. whatever. Yeah. Okay. Good movie. Sad. Very sad as hell. But anyway, we're counting it down. Um, to season three of Game of Thrones which is going to premiere on March the 31st of 2013 no, not soon enough. it's way but too yeah, long to wait yeah. and this is a seriously old bit of news but I just wasn't aware of this and back of February back in February of 2011 Margaret John who played the role of old Nan passed away oh man she did
1: that she did a good job I, mean, I know she, she did she, bit, but yeah. and
0: she looks so different out of costume you know those costumes. The women of Westeros, when they get older, Westeros, they tend to wear almost like a burqa. Sure. Yeah. Especially okay. like the... Uh, uh, what are they? The the female religious leaders, remember. like... Um, not leaders, but... Like uh, the, the one that taught the the kids from Winterfell that wound up with their head on a pike. Um, oh, shit. Uh,
1: you know what yeah, I'm talking can, about? Yeah, I do, but I don't know. Where I can Jack
0: Gleason, who plays the king, he's like, there's your... Septa. Yeah, there you, nice. there you go. Nice, good good pull, dude. Was,
1: yeah, it would have been a complete loss for that.
0: That's but, um, yeah, props to old Nan. I'm sorry about that if her family ever listens to this or anybody right. does. But, you know, she didn't have a big role. But in the books, old Nan kind of reminded me of my grandma. You know, always fucking with... Brandon and the kids trying to scare him. with stories. on your toes.
1: Always full of like, yeah. you know, obviously a, a vault of information. You know, endless, okay. not endless, but you know, knowledge beyond
0: on the, the of anybody else around. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yep. Um, we got some Doctor Who news here. Why don't you uh, lay it on the lay it on the slab for us, Max? What do we got going on here? Says
1: Matt Smith unveiled an exhibition of props and monsters at the Doctor Who Experience in Cardiff Bay, Wales. Uh, predicted that his new companion, Claire, uh, played by Jenna Louise Coleman, uh, or JLC, uh, will provide will prove uh, very popular, and he thinks that she looks great. Well, so does you know. So Woo, so, so, does so anybody do I. That watched episode one. So of do I. Yeah, man, so yeah. So does anybody who's seen? I guess what Waterloo, Waterloo Road too. Or, okay, but really anybody that watched *The side of the Daleks*, I think, is in complete concurrence. Oswin. with uh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and we'll we'll see. Her whether or not she's Oswin, we'll see. Jenna Louise Coleman or JLC as uh, in the uh, Christmas Christmas special, man. So I, uh, what are you? T- what's your take on that?
0: I think everything that I've read online and and uh, about the upcoming companion, I think it's going to be kind of a confusing storyline, but it's going to be interesting. And if Moffat has anything to do with it, or any of the new writers they hire for the show. They'll make it all come together, but from what I understand, there's going to be, and this isn't necessarily a spoiler, but she's going to show up at different periods throughout time as they go along. But she's still going to be Oswin, and she's not like Oswin's great, 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 great. Actually, mom. her character name, I think, is like, let's see. Um, she was introduced in, in the Asylum of the Daleks as Oswin Oswald, but her, the companion's name is Clara. Okay. And uh yeah, so they that Doctor Who Experience what I, what I found about it online, they opened it in Cardiff in July. And they're going to have costumes and props from the archive on display. I'd, man, I'd love to go there. Like, beam me up there now, Scotty. Oh, shit. Oh,
1: dude, you know, if, if I'm wrong running that show. shit, we're totally having Dalek bumper cars. We're doing, like, you know, <laughs> we just hop inside a Dalek and just start banging into pools and yelling exterminate and shit. That'd be awesome. Exterminate. Yeah.
0: Exterminate. Be
1: beautiful, dude. Yeah. Um, real quick, like, everybody and their mom is trying to throw in uh, some sort of, like... Poll on Doctor Who. Uh, you know, we talked about Neil Gaiman, uh, to write another episode. Uh, Peter Jackson and Ryan Johnson both, uh, expressing interest to direct an episode. What did Ryan uh, Johnson uh, do? Ryan yeah. Johnson, uh, Looper, most oh, recently, yeah. but also like Brick and Brothers Bloom, both of which were solid flicks. Brick was awesome. He uh, wants to write
0: an episode, he or am- wants to
1: direct. Uh, Neil Gaiman wanted to write, but Peter Peter Jackson and uh, Ryan Johnson both uh, expressed an interest in directing like a future episode of, and that'd, that'd be fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, um. Whether or not it's like one of the more story-centric episodes, or just like a you know one-shot like cool thing with that little bit of Jackson flavor, that Ryan Johnson flavor, but uh, yeah. comics author Grant Morrison, dude, straight out of uh, you know who just wrapped Morrison Con, which was this big like uh, con that's essentially dedicated. I mean, it's a comic con, but it was specifically very Grant Morrison. I don't know if you know much about Grant Morrison, but no, I'm, no, I'm no. rereading my collection of the Invisibles, which is a, a fucking spectacular series that this dude wrote and he's currently writing like a lot of the the top tier DC titles yeah. and he's done alright you know I've been <clears throat> Uh, I, I've had mixed feelings about some of his stories, but I mean, like all our Superman stuff that he's written recently has been, you know, just astounding. But uh, Grant Morrison has uh, expressed an interest in writing an episode of Doctor Who, which is cool because that dude in the past has written like comic books of Doctor Who. You know, he wrote like really yeah. like Tom Baker stories after Tom. You know, yeah, because
0: they do a lot of uh, comic books, audio recordings, novel novelizations, things like that outside of the show, don't they?
1: Yeah, and this dude, I mean, he's the the Invisibles, like I said, which I'm rereading now there's an element of time travel some of it's uh, astral projection some of it's actually physical time travel but I mean this dude warps the mind as well as time and space it it would be awesome just in the way that like I would I would crap myself over another like Neil Gaiman episode uh, a yeah. uh, Graham Morrison episode a doctor who has the potential to be mind blowing just awesome just I I can't find a word for it. It'd be fucking amazing, dude. Be fucking I think
0: cool. when you said crap yourself, I think you said it all. Yeah,
1: well, you know, I, I I'll wear a diaper that night because we don't have
0: anywhere to throw that type of detritus or waste down here in the bunker. So no, we do, we'll burn it. We throw it. Please, please, you know. Yeah, yeah I got gotcha. you. Feed,
1: feed it to the pets. Burn
0: the shit. Keep us warm. Doesn't Whatever. Work. Well, Max, you got any other information rolling around in that that nice, wonderful.
1: Uh, man, I, I'm sure I do. But think I think it's
0: man love. It's
1: Tennessee. not. Uh, off the top notes, there, I'd say. You know, I think we covered covered a good bit of ground right there.
0: We did. We did this week, and we're we're gonna try to keep our podcast between 45 minutes to an hour, and we're right at 43 now. So, I think we can probably wrap this shit up. And folks, um, we may have a an hour's worth of news for you next week. We may have an hour and a half's worth, but we're gonna be here. Um, every week, what do you think about that, Max? I think that's Marshall Rake for this week. Marshall Rake, Was that,
1: that, what, wasn't that
0: it? Was well, yeah, we're gonna wrap the yeah. Marshall Rake for this oh, week. Shit. And um, so nice, anyway, for as well. yeah, for Cast slash Marshall Rake, I'm Sean and I'm Max, and we'll see everybody next week. Thanks for listening. How about a little Chewy bump? <laughs> Woo!